Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, it's Natalia, and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today we have your favorite guest, Veronica, with us. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, welcome back. Third time, I think. I'm glad to be back again. Yes. Oh my gosh. So happy to have you. How have you been? How's life? I've been good. Life has been life. Yes, We're it has. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, everybody loves when you're on here. So I figured it'd be fun to have you on again. And I feel like this time we can just go into maybe more specific topics that people want us to cover in honor of Earth Month, Earth Day, Rana Plaza, all the things. I feel like it's just we should cover why we do what we do, basically. Yes, exactly. Like sustainability, ethics, why do we do it? Why do we care? Why should people care? Um, And just like the basis of like where it all stems from, I guess. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Yes. So give us like your background on like when you kind of like learned about all of this or like, I don't know if there was like a a point in your life where you were like, shoot, stuff's happening. I need to do better. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I actually discovered um, about like the Rana Plaza disaster when I watched True Cost mm-hmm. for the first time in 2018. I was in Columbia College, Chicago, and my professor had recommended us to watch this um, documentary for our assignment because we were learning about like the origin of like where garments are made and stuff. And she was like, I'll watch this documentary on Netflix. So I did. And my life literally changed. Like that is the turning point of when I started to, you know, stop buying fast fashion. I started to look more into sustainability and I just like questioned everything. Um, So in 2018 is when I like discovered it. But I think it's funny because when the Rana Plaza actually happened was in 2013, which I had, I didn't hear about it. Oh, me neither. Yeah. But we were 13. And at that time Mm -hmm. in 2013, I was really starting to take fashion more seriously and like applying myself more so I just think it's kind of crazy how like when that happened that's like when I started like you know really stepping into it but Mm -hmm. sadly I didn't hear about this until like four years later yeah no me too I don't recall ever hearing about it in 2013 or any time after that until I also watched the true cost and I feel like that's when I also kind of learn about it, which I think for me, I watched it in 2019 because 2018 was like, I got introduced to like sustainability and ethics by like my classmates and stuff, but I didn't look into it until like 2019 because it was like my spring semester of my freshman year. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I should look into this. And everybody was talking about the true cost and like how it's like the documentary to watch, which I totally agree. It is the documentary to watch. I feel like it really highlights kind of everything. But yeah, after I watched that, I was like, shoot, what the frick? Like, why don't we hear about these things all the time? Mm-hmm. what the heck I know I also think it's because um we hear our news through Instagram and social media yeah, and stuff yeah. and I feel like in 2013 <laughs> I had an Inst- I did I have an Instagram in I did it was I a different so. time though yeah it was a different time and yeah. we didn't get news like that. no like, it, it was just dumb pictures time. yeah yeah 
So I feel like it was happening like on the interwebs and Probably. we were not just like scrolling the internet like that. We were like, yeah i don't know know what (laughs) we were doing yeah i was i think it was like literally middle school for us probably so so it makes sense but unfortunately like it happened and i it's honestly crazy how like that it's one of those situations where like the worst has to happen Mm -hmm. for people to realize like that something bad is going on and like to actually start taking action so it's unfortunate that i had to get, get to this state where like a huge disaster has happened and now like people are really starting to take action right and it's it's crazy how much it's grown through the years too. oh my gosh like, yeah we're, like I don't want to say that sustainability is a trend but, but it kind of is um, unfortunately <laughs> I, I mean it's watch, good and bad but <laughs> I watch um Shell Bizzle I on <laughs> yes I on YouTube her. I love her yes she is, she's the best so and um she had talked about how like sustainability isn't a trend um the trend is learning about overconsumption I think that's what oh, she said. that's kind of interesting like that, yeah that now the overconsumption was a trend mm-hmm. not yeah um, not the sustainability yeah no that makes a lot of sense I feel like, like. awareness of right right over consuming yes so and I'm like that doesn't make sense like because in a way, we all kind of live a sustainable <laughs> lifestyle, like in different ways. Oh, yeah. Like if we're like not consuming too much of something, like that is sustainable. Like, right. So it's like whenever this last century, 20th century, like overconsumption has really grown and like it's all about like what you're wearing and like Instagram, mm-hmm. it's for the Instagram and all that and like having the best clothes and having a lot of clothes right um, like I feel like whenever I was growing up and I wanted uh like I always wanted a lot of clothes yeah like I, oh like, me too that was just like a thing like why are we obsessed with like like we feel like that's the epitome of like our success or oh something. yeah no like, totally our success in our closets like having a ton of clothes but mm-hmm. in reality it's not because you just get so tired of it and you start to like throw it out yeah no it's so true I feel like everybody at least like where I grew up it would be like you'd get your back to school clothes like right before the school year started you get a whole new closet for no reason I mean granted did my parents ever buy me an entire new closet no I maybe got like two tops or something that were new because they were not that kind of parents but everybody would always just be like oh like new year new entire closet or like this event I'm gonna buy myself like 20 million dresses for like just like very normal to get a lot of stuff for honestly no reason when you probably had a perfectly good closet already I know right it doesn't make sense like I strictly remember yeah being so excited to go back to school shopping yeah it was like the highlight of the year like for supplies (laughs) that I didn't need because I probably already had pens and pencils that worked um and then also clothes or like shoes and I'm like new I know there's something about something new which I get like I still get very giddy about new things sometimes I'm like this is so fun but I'm like why I have like perfectly good stuff too like I should be excited about the cool things I already have yeah but it's yeah and it's crazy how much like ever since I've become aware of how much like I consume Mm -hmm. um I literally don't consume anything. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. It's like, <laughs> like crazy. I don't buy anything. Yeah. Or like I literally just buy 
groceries. Literally, it's <laughs> and groceries like, and know, gas my, for me. I pay my bills. Yeah. Course, but, um, yeah, yeah. And supplies for my brand. Yeah. Like, like that's literally the only thing that I buy. I don't even, I used to be obsessed with their shopping. I still am. But yeah. um, because of where I live now, like, and how there's barely any thrift stores, the only good ones are two hours away. And like, yeah, I d- I'm not going to make that trip often. Like I don't do it often. So I literally buy clothes like once every few months. No, me too. Crazy because I used to be such a fashionista. Like I used to buy clothes so much mm-hmm. growing up. And I've been thrifting ever since I was eight years old. Right. Like my mom showed me like uh whenever we first moved to like Jacksonville, Florida. Um, she like we like found a thrift store and I was obsessed. We would buy everything from there. Like I would buy all my toys, all of my clothes, all of our furniture and all of that. Um, and it wasn't until like 2015 that I actually started to buy fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2016, like I started to delve more into it because I had a car. Right. I could go to the mall. Yep. And I still definitely thrift thrifted a ton, but like now I could go to Forever 21 and I could buy things. And I still didn't even buy. Like I would always buy everything in the sales section. Oh, absolutely. You only uh, buy sadly, at the sales section. <laughs> sadly, I thought that all the really cute stuff that was like $20 was expensive. Oh, me too. Which is just so ironic. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, it's not expensive. That's cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so crazy. I feel like yeah, I feel like it was such a thing growing up to like go to the mall for fun, but anytime you went, you genuinely bought stuff. Like I would always come home with like at least like one decently sized bag from like Forever 21 or something. With oh, like yeah. only stuff from the clearance section, so it was like maybe a dollar, 2 dollars, 5 at most for like tops. Did I need any of that? No, but that was like such a thing to do. Like after school on weekends because like I live in the middle of nowhere there's nothing else to do but to like go eat or go shop same though like in Jack there was not the money yeah those were the only two things we could really go out and do unless you like I don't know went to the movies or something but not my vibe um but like yeah there was you couldn't just like I don't know go to the beach or something and not spend money I had a different experience (laughs) I went to the beach a lot like we literally I went boating like for fun the only thing we would do for fun on weekends is like go to Walmart because it was the only place that was open past like 9 p.m like those are the vibes (laughs) like the only option we have for fun is to like spend money basically whether it was like food or like clothes or something yeah there's like nothing else to do all you have to do is like spend money which like it's so bad because then it feeds into like just overconsumption because it's like what else are you gonna do no literally it's honestly crazy and I'm grateful though because now I save so much money oh my god yeah like I literally don't it's like I save money but I don't have money but yeah because <laughs> now like, you're an adult and you have to pay expensive. other things <laughs> yeah like I have so many bills and exactly and like I literally just invest into my business basically yep. and like supplies yep. So many supplies. And that's the struggle of being a designer too. Because yeah. my boyfriend, he's a musician. Mm-hmm. And yes, he does have to buy things like instruments and right. expensive, but they're like an investment and right. they're kind of like a one-time investment. Yeah, you don't need to be like upgrading your guitar every two months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like for us, we consistently need to buy notions mm-hmm. and like needles and yep. just 
stuff and yep. I'm like oh it's never ending like oh, I'm never. always buying supplies me too I'm always getting packages in from Etsy because like, me too that's, that's yeah. where I buy all of my supplies yeah no I it's feel like that I don't really have any other sources that ship to me it's difficult out here it is out. <laughs> it is quite difficult I feel you I feel you so overconsumption is obviously very bad as we have you know mentioned <laughs> so <laughs> what was your journey of like stopping overconsumption or like what are tips that you'd give people to not overconsume if they're like trying to like start that lifestyle they're like learning about it you know for beginners what would you say so when I started I honestly just took a step back and I like evaluated that one I don't make enough money for this Facts. <laughs> like I do not make enough money to be buying a bunch of random things and like when I actually went into my closet and I looked at all the clothes that I had and how much I actually wore, I was like, I bought this and I've never even worn it. I just mm-hmm. thought it was kind of cute and it was on sale. And I was like, oh, it's such a steal for this price. Let me just buy it. And I feel like a lot of people have that mentality. Like when they go into a store, they kind of feel obligated to leave with something. Yes. And so they just buy something that they don't need um, or things are on sale and like because they're like so cheap like when like fuck it let me just buy it because it's so cheap Mm -hmm. I know that I definitely did that when I was like younger like I definitely would buy things just like for those reasons right um and basically like how I stopped I kind of I didn't stop super cold turkey well for fast Mm -hmm. fashion I did like I stopped just buying fast fashion like the moment I learned I was like no and it's funny because I had finally when I was living in Chicago I they had a Zara Mm -hmm. and that was my first time finally ever going to a Zara Mm -hmm. and I would go into it all the time I think I only bought like three things from it though because like I didn't have any money I was like right college student. I didn't have a job like so I, I had bought like three things from it and I was like OMG finally Zara because their stuff is so cute yeah I buy from it um and then I discovered about this whole thing um literally like maybe like um, three months into me living in Chicago and I was like no no I also had bought it's so funny like mm-hmm. um Back then, Shein was like bathing suits. Yes, because I bought a random bathing suit off of Shein when it was like weird and trendy in high school to yeah, like, like buy those yeah. cheap. If it was like Zaffle and Shein were like Zaffle bathing suits and like and cup sheets. Yes, yes. I was like, am I the only one who remembers that era of Shein? And it was oh, the I worst bathing suit I've ever bought. It literally no, came it undone in two good. seconds. Like the stitching literally came off in two seconds. I was like, great. I had it's like during high school I had would buy from Shein just their bathing suits sometimes yeah. and people were like oh where did you get that and I'm like OMG Shein cup sheet yeah you need to check them out even though it would take forever to get to yes you. it was the worst ever like literally like months like yeah. it would take like a month or two sometimes and um Every time they would come in, they would be so small on me. Like I could only really wear the bottoms because the, the yeah. top, like a large top is not a large top. And I've always had, I've always had big breasticles. Yes. You are quite blessed. <laughs> I, just, I was young. <laughs> Some of us aren't so as blessed. <laughs> well, no, you're lucky because you can wear whatever bathing suit I mean, you listen, want. like, sure. But I've looked the same since middle school. So like, 
struggle. I mean, slightly the same though. Me too. Like this. It'd be like that. Festival ever since I was like 15, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, they would never fit me like up top and it w- I would just get so pissed off and you can never buy just the top or just the bottom, like right. different sizes. It would always be like a set and I'm like, dang, do I buy? So I would buy the large. I would fix the bottoms to fit me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the large tops still didn't fit me. So I barely ever wore them because right. like they didn't fit me and my tatas would be spilling out everywhere. Yep. So I was like, I'm literally buying these um waiting forever for them to hopefully fit and they didn't so then I just stopped buying from them because like it just wasn't working out for me I was like this I'm not even gonna invest my money and then when I discovered you know all of that I was like wow well you know another reason not even to get on that site again but um yeah so basically I just evaluated like my closet and I was like what do I actually wear from this and like I don't even have enough money to invest into more clothing that like I barely will ever wear. And now when I go shopping, like I will think about that piece so much. Oh, like, yeah. I, like I go even thrift shopping, even if yeah. it's cheap, like I'll be like, how many times are you going to wear this? Literally. I'm like, I want to be able to style this in so many different ways. Like, mm-hmm. can I wear it under something? Cause I really love layering. Like, I'm like, can I wear right. it over something, over something? Like, is this like a staple? Like how long am I going to have this for? Cause now when I shop, like I'm thinking to keep these pieces for the rest of my life oh me too even if they don't fit me when I'm older I'm going to package them up fold them up and (laughs) place them in a nice little vacuum sealed bag Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. whenever my child yes yes no or my grand or not my grandchildren my (laughs) nieces something yes um, want I have no nieces but (laughs) but the day that I do (laughs) the day that I do (laughs) I will whip this bag out and I'll be like look at all this clothes from when I was like your age right (laughs) I kept it so nice and I curated this closet like yep so that's basically what I'm trying to do now like I'm curating my closet for the future and like Mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of also have like an older grandma style like I like to look like bohemian slash yeah. grandma yeah and their pieces like <laughs> their pieces that I know I'll be able to wear when I'm older yeah and there are some things that I'm like I don't know if I'll really wear this but then I'll you know I'll just keep it on right but um that doesn't also mean that you have to buy clothes now for mm-hmm. that version of yourself when you're older like right. if you want to buy something that's really cute and really young do it yeah but like with the intention that you are that you'll wear it out a couple times like you're not just gonna wear it for that one time for that one birthday Mm -hmm. like that you are gonna wear it multiple times like it's still it's fine it's not bad to completely shop with the trends if it's your style exactly I, I feel like there's a lot of things that are always trending that I like because yeah it's my style like right now like denim and denim on denim is coming back right it's come back a million times I've always loved denim on denim Mm -hmm. and I wear that not all the time but like I will style that together and I always have ever since like I was like in high school exactly so it's like these trends are like coming back but like I like them and Mm -hmm. I can like my style contributes to it like I really don't love the I don't love y2k on me necessarily yeah I'm not a huge fan of all of it either yeah 
there are some things that I like though. Like I kind of I yeah. like low waist low waisted jeans and like low waisted Yeah, I don't skirts. mind them. And I like the baby tees. I think those are fun. Yeah. But like, aside from are- that, I feel like that's it for me. Yeah, but they I like use those elements to my style. Like yes. I wear low waisted jeans and then I'll have like a really, you know, bohemian looking whatever you know right right I like incorporate it into my style but it was something that like I kind of already like I honestly Mm -hmm. I was kind of iffy on low-waisted jeans sometimes if it's the right pair yeah Yeah. it does if it's the right pair it doesn't look that bad but there are some pairs that are like like, "Mm." yeah I feel like I like low-waisted skirts more yes yeah I wear them all the time oh my god a good low-waisted denim skirt Mm so cute yeah. and so it's like you can contribute to those styles but like in your own way and like yeah. vests are trending yeah I love vests I have been obsessed with vests ever since I was super super young because I've always been in love with 70s and I had mm. multiple different vests growing up me like, too I went through a phase in elementary school where for every single school picture I was wearing like a button-up and a vest for every single freaking school picture <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Because I was like, I got to dress like business professional for yeah, this picture. I was like a ready. little like seven-year-old with a little vest on. But they're so that's cute. cute. It's so fun. They are. They're so universal. Like yeah. they will always be on in trend, like in style, because like there's different kinds of vests and they're like something that you can layer. Exactly. Like it's not like you don't have to wear it just by itself. I love wearing them just by right. themselves. Right. They are cute like literally made a this is my collection right now but I know <laughs> shameless plug but go check it out right <laughs> go shop Apparently on bridevia.com yeah but um <laughs> it's just like those things are so timeless and mm-hmm. trends always come back so it's just like kind of like what do you want to like contribute or mm-hmm. like how you want that trend to kind of like signify or whatever like right yeah yeah. No, I, I agree on pretty much everything. And I feel like it was kind of the same for me. I went cold Turkey with fast fashion. Um, it took everything in me though, because I was living in Italy at the time. It was like my last two months of being in Italy. And listen, I lived so close to a Zara and everybody in my class was shopping at Zara and it was so freaking cute. I, here's the thing. I knew Zara before all of these girlies knew Zara because I'm from Spain and Zara is a Spanish Mm -hmm. brand. So like I've known about Zara my entire life. Like whenever Mm -hmm. I would go visit family in Spain, like in elementary school, like I would come back with like Zara clothes and all my friends would be like, oh my gosh, where'd you get that? I'd be like, Zara, they would not know where it's from. All of my Mm -hmm. high school clothes, whenever like people would ask like, where'd you get your stuff? I'm like, "Mm, I got it in Spain. It'd be from Zara and nobody would know what it was. And now it's like super trendy. I'm like, I knew it before all of you, but now I'm like, dang it. That shouldn't be a flex because Zara isn't a good brand. Oh, yeah. kills me. They're literally the. I know, and it sucks. Of fast fashion. <laughs> yeah, and it it, it sucks because they do have cute clothes. Like I, I like their style, and it also sucks because they're like the only like best known Spanish brand. So anytime my family or people in Spain like hear that I'm a fashion designer, they're like, "Oh, you're the next Zara." I'm like, "No, no, I'm not. No, no I am not. I'm the complete opposite." Yeah, I'm like trying <laughs> to do the opposite, and they don't get it because they think Zara is like the greatest thing ever. Obviously, and I'm like, "Oh no, I'm trying so hard to not be Zara," mm-hmm. but I never yeah. thought that. Or I didn't discover Zara until way later, until I was like 17 or 18 around there. That's so crazy. But, um, to me. 
I know because I didn't have a Zara. I mean, yeah, they weren't they weren't really in the states except for like maybe like New York, Chicago, like LA, maybe. Yeah, like only the big cities had them, but Middle America did not have them. Let me tell you. (laughs) And I never knew that. um, I never would have guessed that it was like fast fashion. I know because it's expensive. Like it's expensive. Yeah, it's not cheap. Fast fashion, and it's really it's so like nice. Like it, it just doesn't look like Forever 21. Exactly. exactly. So it's like, I, I never thought that it was that. And then like, when I found out that they are literally the creators of literally. Like, literally the started. blueprint. Yeah. And that's just nuts. Yeah. But it's Eyes crazy. Like <laughs> even like Aritzia is fast fashion and they're expensive. And they are like the same Zara vibe of like very clean, like minimal kind of like luxury looking, but it's like, mm-hmm. and people pay that price and don't think about it twice at all. Exactly. And they don't realize like it's, you're, it's still fast fashion, but then they'll be like, it's like the only thing I can afford is fast fashion. I'm like, fast fashion can be expensive too. Mm-hmm. You're just blind to it. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause that's super trendy too. I feel like I see so many like Aritzia girls on my TikTok page like the original yeah, pants or whatever I don't yeah. know that's a new one for me I've never yeah I didn't about know about them that. until I think I lived in New York and I, I think that's when I first heard about them which is like recent too but yeah I didn't hear about them. yeah till 2020 when yeah. I saw it on TikTok exactly yeah but it's <laughs> like, I, was like I don't know what Aritzia is yeah it's wild it's and I feel like I completely understand that um fast fashion is the only thing that people can afford because I feel like I am understanding that even more living here. Oh my God, absolutely. Which I always understood why people. Yeah, you know. totally. But I feel like whenever I did discover it, I wasn't a Nazi about it. No, no, like you can't <laughs> like, shame would, people for but it. But I would make people aware of it. Yes. And I guess like the way that I came off, maybe it made people feel like, um, like I was shaming them or something. Because yes. I'm a Virgo and things can come out kind of. Listen, it happens. Like, um (laughs) so um like I would you know inform people I'm like oh you shouldn't buy this right I'm like you're gonna buy fast fashion you shouldn't buy for 21 whatever but then um you know as I started learning more about it and like more about like you know what is accessible to people and everything Mm -hmm. like I didn't really you know I stopped doing that like stop shaming yeah but like saying stuff like that's a word shaming people for it yeah and um like I understood like why some people would still buy from it because especially size inclusivity. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Yeah, because I was like just thrift, but then like there are not that many things available for a plus right. size, or there are, but they're not cute. Yeah. Like they are just like ugly. And um, so I understand like why some people would still buy from fast fashion. And also mm-hmm. here in Puerto Rico, like there are barely any thrift stores and they're all you know basically located in one area or like mm-hmm. yeah which is like two hours away not everyone's gonna do that right. and like everyone mostly shops in Marshalls and TJ Maxx here like that is the go-to mm-hmm. and it's funny like my first job was at Marshalls that's so funny <laughs> and I love that place yeah I mean listen I, I grew so up shopping today. at TJ Maxx too my mom loves it yeah I but... loved it yeah, my mom loves TJ yeah. Maxx too. I mean, she doesn't really buy the clothes uh, from there, um, but she loves like the home and. Oh yeah, the stuff. home section so fun. Yeah, and it's such a struggle too because at Marshalls and TJ Maxx, like they sell sustainable stuff. Yeah, like sustainable home things. Right. 
like the brands yeah, yeah um so it's like and I was always so like iffy about like if shopping at those places are ethical or not they're not they're not I know like I never bought I didn't buy the clothes anymore from there Mm -hmm. um but like now Mm -hmm. that I live here I do buy some of the home stuff oh me too the food stuff yeah yeah. because also there are not many healthy stores here like there's no whole foods there's no Trader Joe's there's none of that they just have just regular regular grocery store mm-hmm. that has some that they're they've actually upped it they've gotten much better but like the food and stuff like there are more healthy options but like in Marshall's they're more affordable yeah like they'll have cheaper options for like an organic salt and right. pepper or not organic yeah no I know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> um like organic snacks or yeah. vegan snacks because I I am plant-based yeah. or I eat plant-based so it's like what is accessible to you because back in Florida like it's crazy because back in Florida and all that I didn't realize how much easier it was to be sustainable yeah. and like to live a low waste lifestyle because I also live a low waste lifestyle mm-hmm. in my home not in just my fashion yeah and I try and buy not as much plastic like <clears throat> I try and you know eat plant-based um and it was so much easier to buy plastic free and like organic and all of that in Florida like mm-hmm. at Whole Foods or at regular like Publix yeah um, and here it's not that simple it is not that easy everything mm-hmm. one is always wrapped in plastic almost everything you have to go to like certain uh, grocery stores and like my the closest grocery store to me is 30 minutes away dang like, that's far am I gonna drive 45 minutes to go to another grocery no. store to, to get plastic free like that is just like then you gotta think about the gas yeah no there's a so, lot of factors wow. you know there's just a lot of factors yeah. and it's like you have to think about what is accessible to people and yeah. like people here like there are no you know closest best thrift store is two hours like right. who the fuck is drive two hours all the time to go shopping no people are gonna go to marshall's which is like 10 minutes i mean it's an hour for me but like 10 minutes to these people that live in the city and they're gonna go and shop at marshall's like, yeah so it's just like really you know difficult to just tell people to stop buying from these places so i tell people now um to just think about what they're gonna buy and like just buy less mm-hmm. I'm like don't just buy that top because a million other girls on Instagram are buying it it's trendy or you think it's cheap or it's cute like it's kind of cute or whatever like just really really think about it mm-hmm. and like how many wears are you gonna get out of it yeah and basically I'm like just be more conscious of what you are consuming literally like I try not to buy a bunch of little mini things either or right if, even if they're free like I'm like I don't want a bunch of free little mini things that I'm not going to use exactly either. no it's so I true don't want, I don't want any more reasons to throw things away yes yes and because like, I, I feel guilty throwing things away yeah and I was way better at like having less waste, you know, in Florida, but now Mm -hmm. I do throw more things away because everything comes in plastic here. So it's like, literally, I can't escape it. But that's just like, as you keep growing and like, as you keep like being like in this environment Mm -hmm. of like 
low waste and sustainability and all that you just start you just really start to learn like what is accessible and easier for you because like I'm sure in LA people have it way easier where there's like oh my god composting yeah. like um or like I mean, refill shops would be nice compost yeah yeah <laughs> refill shops oh yeah on my farm I don't even compost myself I just chuck everything outside I mean that it composts itself when you do that it's composting dude because, yeah like, if I, I had a backyard that. I would just throw my food scraps out there too but I can't yeah. really do that out here <laughs> I mean you well I technically you don't have yard? no I don't technically have a yard but if I threw it out in the woods I think people I think homeowners association would probably come for me and be like why is this woman throwing her food out there I'm feeding the birds yeah hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, a good I like that I feed the neighbor's chickens when I do it I'm like I just chuck the veggies See, that's, stuff that's perfect that works yeah <laughs> but... <laughs> the compost. yeah you know you know what whatever works whatever works that's accessible good. to you so it works you know speaking of <laughs> but yeah no I think you have a, a great point I feel like I've also switched my mindset to just telling people like trying to change their minds on how they consume rather than just being like this store is bad because I obviously have a lot of people that will now ask me like oh is this a bad place to shop or is this a good yeah, place to too. shop and I'm like listen sometimes I know the person like really well and I know they don't have the means to shop more sustainably or like a I don't know more expensive brand so I'm like this is not my preference, but if you're going to wear that item a million times, you're going to get really good use out of that item a million times, then like do it. But if you're only mm-hmm. buying it because it's on sale or you're only buying it because like you randomly came across it or whatever, then like that's what's wrong. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. been a lot easier to implement in people's minds, even like, I don't know, like for my like mom and stuff, I feel like it's been easier for her to like switch to that instead of just like cold turkey like don't shop fast fashion I feel like whenever she sends me stuff I'm always like okay why are you buying this and like have to take her through the process of like do you actually want this are you just buying this for this certain vacation or are you gonna wear this a million more times like things like that where I'm just like I don't Mm -hmm. want you to shop just to shop like yeah actually think about it and I feel like that helps a lot more than just trying to give them the sustainability and ethics lecture. Cause sometimes that just really turns people off too. And like, I get it. It really does. It comes They're off like, very aggressive, like... yeah. which like, I get it. I know I see like a lot of like, you know, uh, content creators that do a lot of sustainability and ethics. And sometimes they're like trying to like tell like why brands are really bad or like, I don't want to say they shame other creators who are like, I don't know, working with Shein or something like that but they kind of like fall into that. And then it just comes off really bad for everybody in the sustainability space because it makes us all look like we're shamey, judgy people when the reality is it's not. So I feel like just like- We just want. Yeah, I'm like, just switch the conversation. It's the environment and people. Exactly. And it would be better for people too, because it's like, then you're spending less money because you're actually thinking about what you're buying. So it's like a win-win for everybody. But I feel like the yeah, conversation needs to like switch to that a little bit more sometimes because I feel like it's easier to digest for people than the whole sustainability and ethics talk sometimes is. No, for sure. You know, and I can tell that like I've been having like an influence on my friends back yeah. home. Yeah. Because like they have started to stop buying uh, fast fashion yep. or they like shop way less. Like I went mm-hmm. thrifting with like my uh, best friends since we were like seventh grade when I went to go to Florida and visit. We went thrifting. And she was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to get that much wear out of this or whatever. And all of that. And like, you're like, while we were thrifting, and she ended up not it. buying. <laughs> yes, she ended up not buying anything. And I was like, I've taught you well. 
<laughs> of like I've influenced you. Yes. Um, so yeah, I just think it's being really mindful. And it's exactly that, like you're I'm helping you save money. Girl. Yeah. Like, you know, seriously. I'm not here to tell you to don't buy that, buy my brand. Right. Like it's like I'm I want you to save your money. Like I know that you can't like we're on the same boat here you can't afford that either like literally yeah like I'm on the same page I can't afford my brand either (laughs) yeah my mentality now for like investing into my clothes like if I want to buy something that's like really expensive and typically like you know I can't afford that like I will just you know I will buy that less like I'll buy that occasionally Mm -hmm. um and a way that I've gotten my mentality mentality into being okay <laughs> with buying something that's really expensive mm. and it's just like one item is like one I am a designer and I know how much time yes. goes into something and it's really stressful like the amount of hours I spend sewing and that's also why I was so pissed off when I found out about like sustainable, like, you know, like how unethical people are paid. Right. Um, is because like, I was, I was like, dang, I know how like painful it is to like be sitting at a sewing machine. Oh my God. Yeah. Many hours and to not be paid what you deserve. Like that is so frustrating. And it's funny because back then I wasn't even paying myself what I deserve. You know what? That makes two of us. I was trying to be cheap because I was trying to compete with these fast fashion brands, which is crazy. Yep. And now I'm just the whole 180. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I am expensive. I'm so yeah. sorry. Like, yeah. I and don't I, care. And I questioned it so much too. I was like, growing, I'm like kind of getting sidetracked a little bit, but I'm going <laughs> to say this real quick. When I was young, I was, and I was, you know, like learning to sew and everything. And it would take me so long to make something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I'm supposed to charge myself like $10 an hour or something, like right. making this, and it cost me like, and it took me six hours to make, that's like $60 right there. Mm-hmm. But like this shirt is like $10. Right. Like it doesn't add up. Marshalls. Like, why is it so cheap? Yeah. I was so confused. And I was like, how? And that's literally what I struggled with a lot. Like I was like, how, well, I don't know what kind of designer I'm going to be because I want to be accessible. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't understand how these prices are so low. Like I would literally think about that. So oh, much yeah. when I was like 14, 15, I was like, I don't know what kind of designer I'm going to be. Cause like, I guess I'm going to be like pretty high end. Cause my stuff is going to be expensive. I'm going to make money. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. And though. I was so confused. And then when I you know, discovered all that, I was like, oh my God fuck you makes sense yeah but um the other thing was the mentality that I've gone into like investing into my um clothing and like buying better in quality is I really just try to think about how many times I'm gonna wear it how many times I'm gonna wear it how um you know I especially love supporting you know local and I had mm-hmm. bought like a pair of, I didn't buy them my mom bought them for me for Christmas oh, I love, love that <laughs> but she I've been wanting these sandals that are handmade here mm-hmm. um, in Puerto Rico and I met the owner of the business mm-hmm. um and so I really wanted these sandals so my mom bought them for me but they're handmade here and they're like $200 right uh, but I wanted to buy them for myself but my mom was like oh I'll just buy them for you for Christmas and I was like oh, okay perfect. but um right that was the only thing I got but <laughs> hey I love it it's perfect great investment <laughs> literally 
but I just like get myself into the mentality of like how long am I going to wear this and a a what I tell other people to help them with like getting into that mentality is when you go to a nail salon like and you're sitting there for like how many hours and then you pay for your nails and it's like over a hundred dollars or something mm-hmm. you know it depends that people get something crazy you know a lot of people be getting a lot of details now yeah like it's a long time yeah and um when you go to the hairstylist and you're sitting there for however many hours getting your hair dyed like you're experiencing how much time is being put into that mm-hmm. and you feel like what you're paying is worth it right I mean I know that there's sometimes some people you know it still hurts to get oh absolutely but you you see you see it being done you see it right before your eyes like you see the time it takes all the tools they use like everything you're like okay it makes sense yeah it's worth it right and with clothing you're just getting it like you're receiving it at the store you spend zero time you didn't see like you bought it in like five five minutes like right so it's not the time put into it isn't worth it yeah. to you. Yeah. And I feel like that's why we always share like our process. Right. To like show people like this is, you know, how long it takes. Um, mm-hmm. I try not to force it too much though, because I don't want to be annoying. Like, yeah, but I feel like how long <laughs> it takes to make this buy Yeah, it. <laughs> I don't think I ever specify like this takes me three hours to make, but I feel like people just seeing videos of you sewing without even you having to say anything about that just gives them the understanding of like, okay, this is, this takes time. This is being like carefully made just for me. Like I want to pay the price, but which like also helps me. Like when I shop at other places, if I can see somebody making it, I'm like more wanting to spend the extra money because I can like physically see it. Like people need that connection to Mm -hmm. like really put two and two together, you know? Yeah. But then it's kind of funny though, because then people see that Mm -hmm. they like, you see it being made and then they're like, oh, this is expensive. Yeah, I like get that a lot. Know. Like I was <laughs> watching this video, this reel of a guy making bowls mm-hmm. out of skateboards. That's cool. It was really cool. And they're yeah, really what? cute bowls. They're really cute. And That's I was cool. like, oh, I was like, these are expensive, but I wonder how much. Mm-hmm. So I went to Etsy and there was like a thousand dollars for a bowl. And I was like, oh, well, I can't do that. That's, Dang. I can't do that. People get mad like, for like a hundred dollars. Maybe like a hundred ish. Yeah. Wow. Um, Dang. You know, I'm not questioning how long it took though. I'm just right. I yeah, yeah. I, it, I wish <laughs> oh I could God. afford a thousand dollars for a bowl. Would be nice. Yeah. But yeah. we're not there yet. Yeah. Yet. One day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people just like need to see the work to feel like it's worth it, or like yeah. they are. And it's so, and it just doesn't make sense sometimes when people really, really question it or like, they're like rude about it. Like, Mm -hmm. like that they don't feel like it's worth it. And I'm like, when you go to work and you're getting like, and you're working your ass off, whatever you, and then you get pissed off because you're not getting paid like what you deserve. Like, how does that make you feel? Exactly. Like, Like, why don't like, if you think you deserve that amount of money for, you know, the work that you've done, like why? don't I exactly like just because I'm my my own business like doesn't mean like I can just make things cheaper I have to make things more expensive yeah exactly which is funny because I feel like at the at the beginning I thought it was the other way around where it's like oh well if it's my business and I make it I can make it cheap and accessible and all these things (laughs) and then I quickly realized that is an unsustainable business model and actually you lose a lot of money when you try to do that 
and you should actually raise your prices and actually make money at some point because yeah, it gets very expensive to run a business. Like just even the supplies and all the random things you need. And I don't know, even just like machines and stuff like upgrading is so flipping expensive, even threads, they add up. They do like surgery threads, those big rolls, those add up to something yeah and I'm like <laughs> I, I have to know, use four at a time for my surgery or like I can, yes. you know and then you know just it adds up it adds up a lot uh, yeah yeah and also like one thing too that like I didn't even realize until this collection and mm-hmm. I'm like where was my mind in the last collection <laughs> I was not paying attention uh because I didn't know how to run a business and I still don't yeah it makes but, of us. <laughs> um when people or not when people websites mm-hmm. um the fees they're taking <laughs> yes no they take a lot like shopify takes a fee it's like five dollars really um Squarespace yeah oh uh, shopify sh- is such nice templates <laughs> but squarespace doesn't take your money i know you have to pay, and then you pay three dollars a month I mean, I pay yearly for Squarespace, but I you also can get different plans. I but my plan that I get, I think I get the highest one. I think it's like five hundred a year, which is kind of a lot. Like whenever that hits me, the yearly well, mark. Per month, though. I don't know, but it's kind of a lot. Like whenever it hits me, I think it hits in May because that's when like it renews. That one hits hard. It might be like four hundred ish. I just know it's a lot. Um, I was I was going to my phone because I wanted to divide how much five hundred. Yeah, it's about like well, if it's like four fifty, forty one dollars. Yeah, it's like forty ish dollars a month. So, so you pay more than me. well, yeah, but I don't pay fees on my transactions. Yeah, and also you have the highest plan. I do. You can have the lower one, but I like the higher one because I don't know it has more stuff. But yeah, there's so I many the like lower plan, and I pay thirty. <laughs> Dang. So yeah. yeah, there is a lot of hidden fees with businesses, though. Even yeah. like. And then PayPal. I hate PayPal. Oh, I absolutely hate PayPal too. That those always they take like ten dollars. Yeah, they kind of take a lot, low key. They take a lot, and I'm like ten dollars. I needed those ten dollars. I know. I hate freaking <laughs> like I understand that some people can only use PayPal, so like you know, use it if you need to. Yeah. But if we can avoid PayPal altogether, let's avoid it because they yeah. take a lot, and I don't like it's my, it. It's my international orders. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Uh, ten dollars no I'm like I was accounting for those ten dollars I know like and but then that's you're supposed to like account for the fees exactly forget I know I know no me too there's so many little things you need to think about even if like you do like a photo shoot or something like adding whatever fees it took for that or your time for all the marketing and the making the website and like there's so many other to me I'm like I don't know how to count into dude I don't either but like like, there's so many other like hours that you spend making a collection that isn't just the sewing part that should be accounted for but I'm like I always forget that I should account for like the time I like thought about it the time I sourced everything the time I like wrote down the detailed descriptions on my website or like just like so many little things I'm like, someone needs to describe it to me. Like, wow. Yeah. I, I've looked up videos on how to price your items. Me too. Stuff, but like, but like, they're always kind of like drop shipping kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, it's it's hard for handmade stuff, I feel like. Yeah. But and I'm like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to do this. Like, I know. I feel like for me, I usually just add like an extra hour for everything 
And I'm yeah. like, that should probably cover everything, but maybe it's actually more than that. And I didn't, I don't know, but at least it's better than I, what I was doing before. So yeah. that's the, that's like my biggest thing was having my own business. Like literally I'm working all the time, literally editing, yep. making content, like whatever. Yep. And no one's paying for, no one's paying me for it. Exactly. Which I feel like making is the, yeah, it's, from- that's what nobody sees in it is like the fact that you're working all the time, but you're not getting paid for the like yeah. x amount of hours that you're stressor ever yeah I, I hate it even like for like youtube i spend so long like filming and editing and like sure youtube pays me but that does not even cover like the hourly rate i should be getting for the amount of time no, i put into it it's like insane sure. i don't even get I barely get paid yeah right like now. it's ridiculous <laughs> but here we are doing it anyway yeah <laughs> we love it i love it so much <laughs> but oh it's such a stressor and it like, is that's just like the biggest thing like I I don't capitalism I don't know yeah I know <laughs> I don't know just blame it on capitalism when you can that seems to be the common common trend around here literally yeah so thanks for coming on today thanks for chatting of course thank you for having me of course it's always fun. yes shout yourself out as per usual Veronica Arroyo <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Just Google her, you'll find everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a YouTube by it by VA. Go check it out. I share my life. Yes. And <laughs> my Instagram is by underscore VA. My TikTok by underscore VA. And that's basically all that I have. Perfect. Go check her out. Everything will be linked down below in the description. Um, also go follow me because I always forget to shout myself out. Um, but you know, it's always a good time over there too. You know, you can follow the podcast, my personal Instagram, my other Instagram, my brand, whatever, whatever you want. It's a fun time over there. Um, but that is it for today. Um, let us know your thoughts on sustainability and things in the comments, keep the discussion going, talk to people, educate yourself and we will see you guys in the next one. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.